What's up, everyone? Welcome into this Wednesday edition of Lockdown Jayhawks. I'm your host, Sean Kellerman, Learfield IMG College broadcaster and University of Kansas insider. This is Lockdown Jayhawks, your daily podcast on the Kansas Jayhawks, giving you insight, numbers, and a chance to hear from all the voices within Kansas athletics. Victory last night for the Jayhawks. They covered at the 11th hour as well as they went by 27. 26-point favorite Jayhawks win 95 to 68 over Milwaukee. Kansas pretty much controlled this game. Uh, you know, it's kind of a tale of two halves as Kansas got out to a huge lead in the first half. And then maybe the last five minutes or so, Milwaukee uh, was putting forth a little bit better effort, and Kansas maybe got a little lax defensively with a huge lead. And that kind of carried into the second half as well as it really turned into a game of trading baskets. But we'll go through the game. We'll look at some of the final numbers, top performers for the Jayhawks. And then as the show goes on, we'll hear from Bill Self, Devon Dotson, some other KU players as well, their reaction. KU improves to 8-1 and one on the year, 8-game winning streak. Of course, their only loss was that Champions Classic game against Duke back on November 5th, but they've rolled off 8 straight since then. And they are likely going to be the number one team in the country come Monday's new AP poll. Of course, Kansas has to defeat Kansas City at Sprint Center on Saturday. That game's at 4 o'clock, but with Louisville's loss last night to Texas Tech, which we'll talk about, uh, there's a spot open for the Jayhawks. They're likely going to be the number one team in the country heading into a battle in Philadelphia against Villanova. So should be fun, but uh, we'll take a look at this one first. Of course, Kansas was coming off two pretty pretty marquee victories. They defeated teams that are currently in the AP Top 25 in Dayton and Colorado. Dayton, the championship game of the Maui Invitational, and then Colorado on Saturday, a game that Kansas, again, got out early and pretty much controlled throughout. But this one against a Milwaukee team who entered at just 5-4. and four. Kansas was big favorites, but they came out with the same energy right off the bat. Ochai Abaji, who had a good game against Colorado, started off great in this one as well. He had a couple threes immediately to put Kansas up 6 nothing at uh, the under-19 timeout. So Kansas immediately had two threes on the first two possessions. Devon Dotson stole the ball and scored in transition, and Kansas had eight points with 18.30 to go, led 8-0. After Ochai's third three of the game already, it was 11-0 Jayhawks, and Milwaukee had to use their first timeout. At the under-16 timeout, it was 15-1 Jayhawks, and uh, it was pretty much coasting until the end of this game. We'll talk uh, a little bit more. Devon Dotson, a couple big threes, and Kansas led 23-4 with 14.09 to go. So right off the bat, you had Ochai was 3 of 3 from deep, and Devon was 2 of 3 from deep, and Kansas, just like that, was up by 19. Milwaukee had to take another timeout. Jayhawks were 5 of 8 from threes really early in this one. Another Dotson 3 made it 28 to 12, Kansas, and while Milwaukee had 12 points, Devon already had 13. Kansas at the under-12 timeout of the first half of this one led the rebounding battle 14 to 2. Jayhawks were 12 of 18 from the field and 6 of 11 from threes. Isaiah Moss got in on the party as well. The seventh three of the first half for Kansas came at the 10.50 mark, and Kansas led 33 to 12. Kansas extended the lead to 40 to 12 on a Marcus Garrett steal and score with 8.40 to go. And this was 
maybe my favorite part of the game. Kansas up 40-12. to 12. There's just over seven minutes to go in the first half. And defensively, Kansas causes a shot clock violation. That's something that really gets the Fieldhouse Jazz. It really gets Coach Self and the other coaches happy is Kansas continuing to show their energy on the defensive end. They caused that shot clock violation, and you just you loved to see it, and the crowd was feeding off that as well. Kansas' biggest lead came at 45-15 to 15 after Yudoka Azubuki hit a hook shot. Actually, it's kind of Kareem-like after his own offensive rebound hooked it in, and it was 45-15 with just under six minutes to go. That was pretty much the point where there was a lot of trading baskets the rest of the way. Uh, the halftime score was 52 to 27 in favor of the Jayhawks. And take a look at just some of these halftime numbers for Kansas. Yudoka Azubuki already had a double-double at halftime. He had 10 points and 10 boards. And Devon Dotson, who's carried Kansas so much this season, particularly early in games, at halftime had 17 points, 5 boards, and 3 assists, along with no turnovers. And Ochai Abaji, coming off his 20-12 and 12 game in just one half of play, had 9 points and 5 boards. Even more impressive for Kansas, they led the rebounding battle 29-9. to Yeah, that should be expected when you have the size and the depth over a smaller team, but still, that's an impressive number. And KU, 8 of 17 from 3. That's an area where Kansas has wanted to get going a little bit. I don't think it's been a major concern, but it's good to see the shots fall. 8 of 17 from 3 in the first half, and all 9 players in KU's rotation scored in the first half. For the Jayhawks, Inaruna had a layup, and Christian Brown had a three, so that was good to see. Second half, again, was a lot of trading baskets. Milwaukee ended up, if you went back to the first half, going on a 20-8 run that cut it to 53-34 to before the first timeout uh, in the media, the first media timeout of the second half. But again, a lot of trading baskets, the most explosive basket of the night that really got the field house up and celebrating was a Devon Dotson alley-oop to Ochai Abaji. That gave Kansas a 66-41 lead with 12.5 remaining. And Ochai took what looked like it may have been, Devon, I don't know if Devon will admit it, but it looked like it may have been an underthrown lob. But Ochai grabbed it and did the reverse slam and put Kansas up 25 and everybody in the fog on their feet couple other notable things. Kansas was up 71-49. to Devon Dotson missed the front end of a 1-1, one one, but Yudoka Azubuki, who had great energy all night, got the offensive rebound, went up and scored, and put Kansas up 73-49. to We have not seen Doke get too many offensive boards off missed free throws, so that was good to see as well. This game actually got as close as 82-66, to so Kansas is a 26-point favorite, was leading by 30 early in this one, but then Milwaukee, relatively late in the game, under four minutes to go, had cut it to 16. So everybody bet on Kansas was like, well, what happened? What happened to that 30-point lead? All of a sudden, Kansas, with their starter still out there, they go on a 12-0 run capped by Chris Tehan hitting a three after the starters had been pulled that made it 94-66 to with a minute to go. And a 12-0 run gave Kansas a 28-point advantage. Milwaukee hit a 2 to make it right at 26, the line in this game. And then Marcus Garrett, one of two free throws, plus a block on the final Milwaukee possession, gave Kansas the the 95-68 win. Not only the win, but the cover for anybody who uh, was interested in that for the Jayhawks as well. So that was good to see. Kansas wins it 95-68. Jayhawks have won eight straight games, and uh, they've... 
Also got three straight covers if that's important to you. So the Jayhawks uh, love what we saw, especially the energy. And Bill Self will talk about that as well because it could have been easy to come out flat, a little bit flat, and that's not something we've seen from this year's team. Against a team you know you're going to beat, Kansas kept up the energy and kept everything good. If you're a Spotify listener, use Spotify Wrapped to show us your top Locked On podcasts for the year. Take a screenshot and tag us at Locked On Live and Locked On Jayhawks, which is L-O underscore Jayhawks on Twitter, and we will share and retweet. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from Bill Self and KU players. We'll go through some of the final numbers of this one as well. This is Locked On Jayhawks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, the big story in college basketball last night was number one going down, and it was at the hands of a Big 12 team as Texas Tech, who is without their top player, Jemias Ramsey, who's a freshman leading scorer for the Red Raiders, 17 points a game. He had to miss this game in New York last night, part of the Jimmy V Classic, because of a hamstring injury that's uh, continuing to nag Ramsey, and he was not a part of the Tech lineup when they lost the last two games They were both overtime losses for the Red Raiders, so Ramsey did not play, but Texas Tech, behind 18 points from Davide Moretti, 8 of 8 from the free throw line, defeats number one Louisville 70 to 57. TJ Shannon had 13 points for Tech, and Avery Benson, a walk-on, had 10 points. Kind of an ugly, Chris Beard, Chris Mack style game, as uh, there was not a lot of scoring. Tech just 7 of 27 from 3, and Louisville was even worse, 3 for 17. Jordan Wara led the way for the Cardinals with 14 points, but just kind of a, a muddied up game that Texas Tech led by three at halftime, and then they kind of just didn't coast, but they didn't give up that lead at all, and they ended up pulling away at the end to win by 13. Huge win for Chris Beard, who continues to be in the conversation as one of the best coaches in America. The other game was another uh Big win for a Big 12 team. Baylor holds on, and the number 11-ranked Bears defeat number 18 Butler in Waco 53-52. Baylor led by as many as 16 points in this game. They led by 13 in the second half at 37-24, but it came down to the final possession. Butler had almost completed the comeback when their top player, Kamar Baldwin, tried to uh, attack the rim on the last offensive possession, and Mark Vidal had a crucial block, one of three blocks on the night for Vidal, with one second left, denying Baldwin and denying the Bulldogs as the Bears win by one point in a low-scoring affair. Bandu and Teague for Baylor both had 10 points. Again, not great offensive performances from deep. Baylor was just 6 of 27, and Butler 5 of 15 from beyond the arc, but two big-time wins for Big 12 schools last night. Uh, Other games in the top 25 that happened last night, another upset. Wasn't necessarily an upset according to the line as Penn State ended up being a one-point favorite before tip of this game, but Penn State at home defeats number four Maryland 76-69, to and at University Park they charged the court, stormed the court, did the uh, Penn State fans, and the Nittany Lions pick up a seven-point victory over a Big Ten foe. And then another upset in the top 25, Colorado, who Kansas just defeated at Allen Fieldhouse on Saturday. They were back at home in Boulder, and they lose at the Coors Event Center to Northern Iowa, 79-76. to So the Buffs, who remained in the AP Top 25 at number 24, despite losing 
to the Jayhawks will be out of the poll next week, losing to a team they were favored to beat by 9.5 in the Panthers. You and I wins by three. They scored the last six points of this game. So uh, kind of an interesting night. Some big-time upsets last night. But most importantly, the Big 12 gets a couple wins, and the Jayhawks hold off a Milwaukee team 95-68. to Again, as I mentioned in yesterday's show, not a ton of action around the Big 12 in the top 25. There are two Big 12 games tonight. Alabama's at K-State, and Winthrop is at TCU. Both those games are at 7. And in regards to the top 25, number 15, Arizona, hosts Omaha at 7. And number 5, Michigan, is at Illinois in a Big 10 battle at 8. Remember, Illinois is coached by former Oklahoma State coach Brad Underwood. They almost upset Maryland over the weekend before Penn State was able to do the deed last night. So it should be interesting to see if Illinois can put together another upset bid tonight at home against the Wolverines. Kansas wins 95-68 to at Allen Fieldhouse last night over Milwaukee. For the Jayhawks, they were led by Devon Dotson and Ochai Abaji, who both scored 22 points. Devon had a career-high nine assists in this game, and Ochai had eight boards. Another career-high performance for the Jayhawks. Talked a little bit about it, but Yudoka Azubuki, he had 15 points and 17 rebounds in this game. A career-high 17 rebounds for Doak. And Doak, uh, one for one from the free-throw line, seven for seven from the field. Doak's about... 45, 46 field goal attempts away. I'll try to get that number for you from officially having enough field goal attempts to be the best field goal percentage shooter in NCAA history. Yudoka Azubuki shooting over 80% from the field before the game last night. It was a perfect 7 for 7. You love those point-blank dunks that Doak gets. He is certainly a dominant force inside. Bill Self met with reporters after the game, and here's Coach's opening thoughts. I'd say the first 15 minutes we were pretty good. I don't know how many points we had, but we had we had to have 45 points with four five minutes left in the first half or something. It's close to it, and then and then we uh, we didn't play as well uh, the rest of the half, and and then uh, obviously second half we just traded baskets for a while. So I didn't think we played uh, very well really after the first you know 15 minutes, but we were really good the first 15 minutes. So an incredibly impressive first 15 minutes when KU built up that 45. 45- to 15 lead. Ochai Abachi told reporters after the game that coach said to the team that was one of the best starts to a game that Kansas has had in a while. So coach was asked about that after the game. Yeah, it is. I mean, I thought we were really good early. I mean, it was 15 to 1 before you could basically sit down. I mean, uh, I, I could be off base, but I think we had eight points with like 18.30 left in the first half and had 15 at the under four timeout and, or something like that. And I think we had. 25 with about 12 left or 13. I mean, we made shots. And, of course, everything looks better when you make shots. But but we, we, we guarded, too. And then, and then after that, it was a trade baskets type game. Uh, uh, but but uh, uh, I thought we did. I, th- I thought we looked pretty good. We shared it pretty well. And, and ev- everything was pretty good. When we subbed, though, in the first half and the second half, we weren't as good when we went to our bench. And, and that's one thing that we got to improve on. We did get to see extended minutes from Silvio De Sosa and Christian Brown, particularly in the first half. And then I wouldn't say Milwaukee put score pressure on Kansas in the second half, but they did score 41 points. Kansas didn't go to their bench quite as often in the second half. So it was good, at least for a little bit, to see some extended minutes from some of those guys who have not been able to get those minutes, particularly the close games that Kansas has been playing. Uh, Silvio ends up playing just 11 minutes in this one. Tristan Inaruna plays 10, and Christian Brown 
plays 15, hopefully against Kansas City on Saturday. Those guys can uh, get some more run. For Kansas, though, the hot start was all about Ochai. He had three threes before Milwaukee even scored a point. It was 11-0 Jayhawks. Devon Dotson was asked about getting Ochai involved and finding the right hand. I thought it was amazing. Um, yeah, like I, I just wanted to, you know, come out aggressive and, and try to, you know, you know, look for some shooters. Um, you know, my teammates set him up. So, um, you know, when I see it, I see them feeling it. Uh, that that you know that uh, lights me up and uh, excites me. Devon was dishing it out with those nine assists, and obviously Ochai back-to-back great performances as he's now averaging 21 and 10 over his last two games. And I said, I think after the Colorado game, I said, hey, Ochai to me has been our best kept secret. It's all about Devon and Doka as it should be. Those need to be the focal points of the offense, and they're certainly. The first two public enemies for any opposing team. But, man, this Ochai, he's he's a real player. He's so athletic, and he can do a little bit of everything. Looking forward to watching him continue to grow. After the break, we'll recap some action among NBA Jayhawks last night. A familiar face getting it done again. And we'll hear more from Bill Self as well. As KU defeats Milwaukee 95-68 to last night, they are now 8-1. and one. This is Locked On Jayhawks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the local experts on the biggest stories. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy, and best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code CODE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code CODE to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Three Jayhawks in the NBA were in action in last night's games. And once again, it was highlighted by one Devontae Graham. Devontae, who was in the field house for KU's game against Colorado on Saturday. In between games, he made it happen and had to get up early, had a 6 a.m. flight to get back home for a game on Monday. Well, Devontae Graham is just killing it. He should be getting all-star votes left and right. Charlotte won 114 to 107 at home against Washington last night, and DT was the best player, 29 points on six threes. He also dished out six assists, an all-time Jayhawk favorite. Hopefully he keeps this, this thing going at the NBA level, and he is well-deserving of an all-star bid, at least in the early stages, so we'll continue to track that. The 76ers defeated the Nuggets in Philly 97-92. to Joel Embiid, 22 points, 10 boards, and six assists. Always good when JoJo is healthy. And the New York Knicks, they uh, are bad. They lost at Portland 115-87 to in a game they never really had a chance 
before the first tip. Marcus Morris, 10 points and three boards. Tonight's games, we've got some Jayhawks in action. Devontae and Charlotte are back in action against Brooklyn. That game at the Barclays Center. Houston and Ben McLemore are at Cleveland. Utah is at Andrew Wiggins and the Timberwolves. Memphis is at Phoenix to face Kelly Oubre, Shaq Diallo, and the Suns. And Marcus Morris and the Knicks are back in action at Golden State tonight as well. That's a look at your Jayhawks in the NBA. Kansas defeats Milwaukee 95-68. to Jayhawks will likely be the number one team in the country come Monday's new AP poll. And on tomorrow's show, we'll get a chance to hear from Bill Self on what his thoughts are of potentially being number one. We talked last segment about the start to the game and how Kansas got up 45-15 to with just about six minutes to go in the first half. And Coach admitted that that was maybe one of the best starts of any Kansas team uh, in recent memory. Second half, not so much. Defense kind of broke down a little bit, and it was a lot of trading baskets between the Jayhawks and the Milwaukee Panthers. Here's Coach talking about uh, second-half defense. Obviously, our energy wasn't very good. Uh, you know, we, we've been actually pretty good at turning people over, and tonight we turned them over eight times. So we, we didn't get many deflections or much energy. And, and I, I do think this is pretty common. When you make shots, you, you, your defense is never as amped up. Uh, because you don't feel like you have to get stops every possession to win. And when you miss shots, I mean, I think it's easier to can kind of turn it up. And when we made shots early, I thought we got a little laxed. Uh, uh, and, 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 you know, defensively, second half, we, we, we guarded the arc okay, but, but we didn't do a great job of protecting the rim at all. Um, and, and, and we got beat too much off the bounce. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to get too hung up on it. But, but uh, I do think that time and score – a lot of times uh, 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 lends you to kind of get a little relaxed. And and uh, I thought that was pretty evident that was the case tonight. Coach saying he's not going to get hung up on uh, the kind of trading baskets in the second half, which maybe is a little bit different tone than we're used to Coach saying. He's used to saying there's you know there's no excuse, you should act like the game's 0-0, that sort of thing throughout. But uh, kind of a, a different tone across the board for Bill Self this year. I think he knows he's got a really good team. I think the, t- the guys really enjoy – being around each other and a little bit more of a positive tone across the board for coach self and yeah you can't get can't get too upset about kind of coasting to a victory which is essentially what Kansas did when you get out to a 30 point lead and basically do everything right the first 15 minutes or so against a team that uh, you should have beat handily and the Jayhawks did just that part of the reason they did that is taking advantage of their size once again it was the big fella Yudoka Azubuki having a big-time game, a double-double, 15 points, and a career-high 17 rebounds. Doak talked to reporters after the game about the coaches challenging him to be better. The coaches, they challenged me to go out there and get get more rebounds. And I also challenged myself. Like, I haven't been rebounding that much the, like a few, day, uh, few games. So uh, I just decided to go out there and just, and just dominate on the, rebound, on, on the rebounding end. Bill Self had said uh, earlier this week when he met with reporters, he referenced Thomas Robinson and talked about how Thomas Robinson used to get angry when not only an opposing team, but when his own teammates on a free throw attempt would get the ball, uh, get a rebound, because that was Thomas's opportunity to pad his stats. And of course, T-Rob's final year at KU, he had a uh, NCAA leading double-double number of 28. And T-Rob... He had that energy constantly. He wanted to get the boards, and Coach said, 
I don't know if uh, we have guys who, who have that sort of want to in regards to going after rebounds. Well, we saw Doak last night have his by far his best performance rebounding the ball. Here's Coach talking about the big fella. I thought he was great. I thought he was. I thought he and Ochai and Devon all played very well. And and uh, but the first half he went after every ball. I, I, I was really pleased and impressed and uh, thought he played extremely well. Coach always finds a way to motivate guys. Here's Devon Dotson talking about how Coach has been challenging 35. Coach has been challenging him and 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 just yeah just yeah that's what Coach does a great job of. You know, making sure we yeah we don't you know feel comfortable. You know, he he makes us um, you know uncomfortable in practice and uh, challenges. So he was great on the boards today, and um, yeah, he dominated on the boards. Kansas did get out rebounded in the second half by two, but like we heard Coach say earlier, twenty nine to nine at halftime. No matter the size advantage, is pretty impressive. It was all headlined by Doke, of course, Doke. One of three Jayhawks in double figures with the 15 points. Devon and Ochai both with 22. Seven points apiece for Marcus Garrett and David McCormick. And Isaiah Moss had eight points. Marcus, by the way, in this game also dished out seven assists. A little bit of everything from Marcus, who certainly has become a fan favorite with everything he can do on the court on both sides of the ball. That'll do it for our show today. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll hear more from Bill Self. In uh, reaction to this game, he's going to talk about potentially being the number one team in the country. He's going to talk about uh, his secret, what he thinks basketball is in its root, how to win basketball games. He gives two key points as to uh, how a team can win a game. So stay tuned for that on tomorrow's show. And then on Friday's show, we'll preview the Kansas City Ruse that's going to take place Saturday at 4 o'clock at Sprint Center in Kansas City. This is Sean Kellerman signing off for Locked On Jayhawks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and rock chalk Jayhawk.